Right, you'll have to forgive me on this one, because I don't quite know my route home. So I may be a bit um, kind of in and out. But uh, who gives a shit? No one's listening anyway. The reason I don't know the way home is because I went to a new cinema for this one. I've not been here before. It's called the Ultimate Picture Palace. And it's an independent cinema in Oxford because, you know, I'm that kind of guy to support in the independent industries out there. Um, and to be honest, I had a voucher that my mum got me. So it was nice, actually. Nice little, it's like a one, just a one screen place small room, there's a bar in the corner of the same room and even the bathrooms are in, so it's literally one room it's got a little kind of kiosk at the front to sell tickets like an old-timey cinema it's lovely it was absolutely full of old people which is to be expected from the nature of the cinema and from the nature of the film actually like that's a real old person film I'd say I brought the average age down by 20 years like and I'm no spring chicken. Old people are probably, I'd say they are the second worst. They might even be the worst people to be in the cinema. So I think they're the second worst after teenagers. Because teenagers will just shout and chat nonsense and don't give a shit. But here's the thing. Old people do the same. They also don't, they just chat and they cough, and they talk. I don't understand it, because they're old enough to know better, but they can just be, the, the couple behind me were just chatting away. There was loads of whispering going on. The old people are just terrible. That um, doesn't have much to do with the movie, does it? Anyway, this movie was about, essentially about how fucking stupid a lot of religion is, which, which speaks to me quite well, because I'm, I'm not a big fan of religion. But it is just, it just shows how stupid it certainly was, and I think in many places in the world still is, whereby there's this family that's, that knows they're killing their child for no reason. Like, it's not her fault, any of the bad things that have happened to her, but because they've somehow, somebody's poisoned them into thinking that that's the mind of the Lord. They'll do these horrible, awful things to each other their own family it's horrible um Florence Pugh is fantastic I mean she's just brilliant in everything that I've seen her in anyway I like she was just this northerner strict nurse character like it takes no shit I thought she was great I totally I totally believed that she was the nurse the whole time I never thought like I'm looking at Florence Pugh apart from the fact and this, I really didn't like this about the movie. The movie starts in the movie studio showing you the set with a really pretentious voiceover that's all about how, you know, you're about to see a film with actors in it, but they really believe they are the people and we, and it's like, I don't need that shit. I know I'm watching a film, idiots. And then halfway through, for no reason, that the character who did the voiceover suddenly looks at the camera and goes, Hi again. Do you remember me from the start when I annoyed you with some obvious bollocks? And then, of course, she turns up at the end. But it's just, it just, all it is there to do is, one, be pretentious and 
you know, trying, this guy's trying to be artistic by saying, oh, like, wowee, look at this. It's not a normal film. It starts out, we're breaking the fourth wall. How interesting. It's not fucking interesting. It's distracting. And the actual downside is that for those periods, you go, like, for example, for that first scene, it cuts around from the studio into the set, and then you see you see a nurse. But because it's come from the studio, I'm immediately thinking, oh, that's clearly Florence Pugh sat there, not a nurse. And I'm also thinking, oh, that's interesting how they've actually set up. So look, it looks like she's in a boat, but it's just the corner of a big room, and it suddenly made me think, oh, that's how they make films. That's really interesting. Which is not what I'm supposed to be thinking. I'm supposed to be thinking, oh, look, there's a nurse on a boat chowing food, which is bad. But I didn't think it was too bad a movie. I think it was... Like, I'm not a big period movie fan. I, I find all of the the way they talk annoying and the, the dresses and all this kind of stuff annoying. And it's not the fault of the movie. It's the fault of the time period. I mean, what it always makes me think is what a stupid time to live. I mean, especially if you're a woman. Like, they have to dress in the most preposterously impractical clothing. It's ridiculous. They've got dresses that are giant, puffy, mad things that go all the way to the floor and are constantly dirty. They're like, literally, they're walking, they're doing the turf, right? They're digging turf. They're walking across just mud in Ireland so it's wet and everything. And they've got floor-length dresses. I mean, that's just, that's just stupid. Why wouldn't you do trousers? And there are obviously nurses who were, I suppose, and this is after Crimea because she was a nurse in the Crimean War. Which is where they, I think, I guess, I suppose, they started learning about cleanliness being important for disease and things like that. Um, but, but they've got these giant dresses that, of course, they can't clean. They've got long sleeves, all this nonsense. Oh, it would have just been so bad to live back in the day like that. And then at the end of the movie, they hop on a boat to Sydney, which... I just cannot imagine how bad getting on a boat back in the day to Australia would have been. Like, they show them actually having a nice meal in quite a fine, finely lit, beautiful little cabin. But it must have just been horrible. You've been weeks at sea, storms and all sorts to get to Australia. And then you turn up and you're in your same stupid clothing not able to wear short sleeves in Australia. I mean, God, that must have been terrible. Also, I think, um, I think Florence Pugh's character missed a trick in terms of, I was, I was thinking about this at the time as I was watching it, right? Here's what you do to get that stupid girl to eat something. That little girl thought about, was telling a story about a ring and it was a miracle because there was a particular saint who had a wedding ring from Jesus. This, God, this stuff sounds like such nonsense, because it is, but anyway. So she she had a ring from God, because God or Jesus, I can't remember, was marrying her, but only she could see this ring. <gasps> Magic ring. Here's what I would have done. I would have made a tasty sandwich, right? And just put it on Anna's bedside table. And then when Anna was like, what the fuck is this? I'd say, what's what? What are you talking about? Oh, I know where I am now. Yes, I can get home. Yes. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, here's what you do. You make a tasty sandwich for Anna. You pop it on her bedside table. And when she wakes up and says, hey, 
hey, what's this? You say, I can't see nothing. And you pretend that only she can see the sandwich, right? And you're like, what? And you just insist on that. And then ultimately she thinks it's a miracle sandwich from God. She eats it and you just keep up the lie. You're like, you're just pretending to eat. This is fucking bullshit. She would have eaten the sandwich. She would have been all right. But then having said that, she wouldn't be now in Australia with a new happy family. So maybe that wouldn't have been as good as the idea as Florence Pugh had in the end. I thought it was okay, but it was nothing to write home about. And that the beginning and the end where it's in modern day, where they're doing the break the fourth wall thing is infuriating to me at least. So anyway, it's worth it. Give it a look on Netflix.